I should hit record then. Do it again. Suck up the you cocksucker. Hello and welcome back to Nothing in Particular. I am one of your hosts, Jesse, joined today by Stalin. Hello, it is me, Matthew. Sup, <laughs> fuckers? I don't know why I started with that. <laughs> We're lit. We're just vibing. And you James. Know, Jamie is also here today. Hey, what's up, everyone? Sit down, shut up, listen. Smoke some weed, drink some beer, and eat some gorp. We're fixing to have a good time. Gort, Sit bro, down, man. comrade. We're going to talk about DMT again. You will go to Gulag if you leave this podcast. You do not fuck around here. We will find you. <laughs> How fucking hot is it in this garage that we're starting to like do this shit? Man, I'm lit. It's pretty fucking okay in here, actually. I don't mind it. Now it's probably that I'm just kind of buzz. No, now I haven't. Now I can share the experience that Matt had on the last episode. He is the DMT well, experience. Kind of. Uh. Definitely not to the same extent, but uh, did have a pretty good time. While I did not have a spiritual breakthrough like Matt did, uh, speaking about it for the next three, four days, um, I did have a pretty good time. And I saw a lot of different shapes and patterns that I can only describe as definitely not human. Like, you could have definitely not come up with those shapes yourself. Like... They were always fluid, constantly changing, constantly moving. You could never actually get a discernible like figure out of it. Always so constantly changing. So the closest changing. way to describe it would almost be like an amorphous blob. Oh, it would almost be like watching a flashlight underwater with a kaleidoscope. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to explain it as like explaining a kaleidoscope. While like around. fish and shit are like fly or like swimming in front of the light. That's the best way I can describe it. It's pretty fucky. I'm trying to explain. It's almost like uh, explaining a kaleidoscope to a blind man. It's just something you can't really explain. Like That's why I had to add the underwater part because of that. Because it's constantly changing in fluid and it looks almost like a liquid, right? I don't know how to explain it. I didn't see any solid so shapes. So like the rippling beans, reflection of of the moon in a pond or some shit. I don't really know. I could. I couldn't really. The actual like look of it, I wouldn't be able to describe to you because it had. Colors that were not, you know, describable. They were like green, but also yellow, pink, but also red, but also not at the same time. You know, like it was. It's ah, suka. It's very right, Matt. It's pretty hard to describe the colors. They're very like mixed and like intermingled into each other, and it's yeah, hard to like tell a solid that's color from it. I was yelling about not CS:GO at all. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry. It's just David plays about. Fortnite. Okay, now you're playing right. fucking CS:GO. I, okay, I have a problem. I know. Okay, it's not even that good of a game. Why do people like this? It's fun. It's, it's fun. It's very it's basic. Free. It's high, if you're high skill, it's fun. Yeah, like I'm just using a laptop right now. I had to go in through my settings. Sorry. Okay. Alright, I just got the, a little bit of a fix of the fucking, you know, got the needle in my veins. Alright, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> he got the video games in, he's good. Yeah, yeah as far game. as actual shit goes, no pills, no powders, no needles. No, yeah. it's a joke. It's, you know, like, I got my fix, we're good to go. Um, Explain DMT a little bit, the shapes. Oh, dude, it is, for me, the patterns. Do we have a pen? I'll try and draw one of the shapes. Because it was all, it was the one shape over and over interlocking and moving in like a weird pattern. It almost looked like cells. To me. Yeah, it was like the, you could see the cells of your DNA in your trip. It was, oh my God. I, I'll never be able to fully explain it. Uh, we don't want to do it on our Google business, you know, open hey! from 8 till 12. Eight, open from 8 till 12 Fridays on Google, except that's only what we said for recording. So it probably won't even be that. Uh, don't contact us. There's no phone number. Only email us, please. nnp.podcast420 at gmail.com. <laughs> so it was kind of like I butchered it, but it was almost like this kind of geometric shape. It's not even like that now that I'm thinking about it. It's more... So the way Matt has it drawn, it looks like one of the Tetris L blocks. Thank you! I was thinking the exact same thing that was... Actually, the first thing my mind went to, no, because no, no, I'm a fucking Tetris nerd. Now that I'm trying to draw it, the fucking universe is taking it away. Okay, so mm. it was basically mm. like a little shape like this, with the, the, the end came out, and it was kind of like a little notch. It wasn't a huge one like this. 
It was maybe knocked down to. Excuse me. Kind of like that level, but a bit higher in between these two. Kind of like this. And it was just these weird shapes, and they all fit together. Like they were, they were a shape that should not fit together, and they weren't all facing that way. They were all in each other, and they were like they're a shape that shouldn't fit, but they were. And they were. It was almost more. I can't explain it because like you put like a draw this. You put like an sense. octagon in there, and then you put something that's round instead of jagged for some reason, but it's still fluid in there. My human vocabulary does not contain the words or intelligence, vocabulary, whatever you want to consider it to it actually is a, explain It is a very, very, very insanely weird version of Tetris. Even trying to draw it out, that no, makes it's not no even sense that. To, to me, the closest way I can describe it that actually makes sense is it looks like cells. Like, if yeah. you ever looked at shit microscopically, like like a mitochondria and that kind of shit, it looks like you're looking at cells. And I did that shit But those school. cells are constantly, you know, reproducing. They're asexual. Yeah. They're constantly moving around. They're constantly changing forms. Also, the kind of color to them is kind of, it's not one color. It's no. like when you see a mirage and it's yeah. every color. It's, yeah. It's every color, but it's kind of washed out by white in a way. It's... And there's colors that the human eye... I have never seen those colors. The colors I experienced, no. the human eye cannot... Like, think foul. of, like, a sunset pink, but, like, it's not that. Like, the human that's the eye closest, not... That's the closest description to it, but it's even... Didn't you ever look through It's even, it's, like, pinker than there's that. There's nothing you can explain it, because the human eye has never seen those colors. The human brain can see them when you... Or the human soul can feel them when you actually do that. Like, mantis shrimp have more rods and cones in their eyes, so they can see more colors than humans. And I think when we do that, it shows us every... Like, I saw colors that don't exist here. Yeah. It was... Whoo! They were... <laughs> That's it's hard also to the third time you've brought up mantis shrimp being able to see more colors. Yeah, I know, because how the people. fuck is that possible that food sees more color than we do? That's still true. This cannot this be day. the end of... Like, when we die, there's no... It's not lights out. There's got to be something else. And that DMT trip told me that. Like, why can food see more colors than we can? We're at the top of the food chain. We're the fucking apex predator. All my DMT what trip told fuck? me. All my DMT trip told me was that I need to do more DMT. Yeah, but be careful. That's what Ryan <laughs> told me. But when I did it, that no, 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 with no. you guys, like in order, like more at <laughs> once to actually experience the full effect, yeah. because I don't think I actually did enough. For us, we need a proper dab rig, and that, because people do it out of a dab rig, but you want it at the right temp, certain things. For me, I was feeling that too. Like I want to do this every weekend. Oh my god, I want to go back. But that night when I did it with you there. I, you saw when I came back, I was like, in the first trip, you I were was even saying, they don't want me here. Scared. I was very unsettled. It was the first time I was having fun. The second time, and I wasn't unsettled myself, they were showing me, we're going to be nice to you, but you came back too soon. We told you the answers. Go better yourself, like, better your life, work on that, live that way, and then come back later. And they were being nice, but it was very reptilian patterns. I like all the patterns that were there almost morphed back into snake scales and shit. And I could see them pulsate. Like it was, I love snakes, but that trip was fucked. And then when Buddy went out, I sat back down and less than two minutes after I took a hit again, handed the pipe to Jesse and I tried to lay down, but it, I didn't go out. It was like being in a, in a, in a nightmare, honestly. I could feel like bugs crawling under my skin and like it was like they were telling me and I could hear kind of like a pulse in my head. Like, yeah. Not a voice, but it was like they were like I could hear them saying, we told you not to come back again. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This is not a drug. We told you go away for a bit. And yeah, now I'm like, all right, let me better my life. Get into a better spot. Like, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I don't like they told me. They're like, all right, you thought we were for fun. No, bitch. We'll give you that trip. My trip is more like, yo, you're here on accident. You're not supposed to be here. You're here because you were almost pushed into it, but like... Well, yeah, we were all hanging out drinking at the fucking bar, and it was like, hey, you guys want to meet God? Like, hey, let's go. Like, I was down for it because I was wanting that experience, but the beings that li- the, the beings that control the psychedelic realm knew, like, you guys are out partying, you were at the bar, this is not the right night, we'll be nice to you. But for me, they're like, hey, cocksucker, the first one we told you, go away for a little bit, we'll be nice right now. And, like, I was in a waking nightmare for about 15 minutes after that. Like, when I was, like, right after I did it when I came out, I did it again, and my God, I was in a waking nightmare. It was, whoo, there was nothing. I actually, there was actually a Reddit uh, thread that was asking about uh, spiritual experiences on DMT, and I actually went into depth and explained uh, my trip and yours and Buddy's trips 
uh, in the post, and Buddy's like, okay, I did it twice and had two very profound spiritual experiences. I'm upset. I'm, I'm you know, uh, sorry that you didn't have, you know, the same experience because mine was very, very tame in, in comparison, right? So... I'm not going to mention his name, but the guy that guided us on that trip that night, you know, my, my shaman, basically, the yeah. guy that knows, he had such a profound experience that night, and it was so terrifying. He was actually in tears afterwards. He was unconsolable, and he is sworn to never do it again. So there's, but he's done it a lot. It's not like he's done it three or four, he's done this shit plenty. He's put thousands into the bowls and the frequently... The incense, like, he knows what he's doing. Even the sap from that tree that he had me smell before, like, he's put money into this. He knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And that experience was so negative for him that he said, I've overused it. They don't want me back. I can't go back. They do not want me to go back. So mm -hmm. he, he understood, and that scared me. It's like, I need those answers. I need to go back there, but I need to do it in a smart way where they know I'm not doing it for drugs or for fun. It's... That gave me some answers. That's kind of why I do acid. You know, it's kind of, it's yeah. a very profound spiritual experience, but it's also like, you can overdo it for sure, but oh, it's yeah. but it's definitely a lot more graceful than, than DMT is. in that regard. DMT, like, it showed me, yeah, you told people, we're not, so we're like, not your LSD, we're not your magic mushrooms. That's the, that's the Reddit post. That's like a few paragraphs. That's one solid paragraph. I think that's longer than all the texts I've sent in the past five years. And this is just a <laughs> comment on Reddit that I posted. And I mean combined. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through this, because this explains my, my trip pretty well. Um, it also explains uh, Matt and our shaman's uh, trips pretty well. So, well, sort of. It's very, like, it's brief, but it's, you know, it explains everything. It's pretty profound. Uh, I, the, the original post was, uh, so I'm interested to see how many people who are spiritual have tried DMT and what they think happens after death based on their experiences. I didn't really touch on the death part. I didn't really care for that. But I, I couldn't speak on that part because I didn't really experience that. So I don't really want to comment on that, you know? Mm -hmm. But what I said was, I've only had DMT twice, both in the same night. The first time I laid back and relaxed to allow it to do its thing unhindered. In parentheses I wrote, It is important to note that if you fight psychedelics, you're in for a bad time, and that is especially true with something as powerful as DMT. I experienced no spiritual breakthrough, however. I did see some crazy shapes that could only be described as looking through the weirdest kaleidoscope ever. I, looked, I left the first experience after about 25 minutes. This is a long trip, according to my guide. I went outside, had a smoke, and talked about my experience with the few friends that were there and stated that I almost felt let down, like I wasn't invited to the party that they were going to. I went back in and tried to the second time, bring a little more of the substance into the pipe this time, laid back and experienced a relatively similar trip to the last one. No spiritual breakthrough, but had pretty intense geometric visuals. I had three close friends with me. Two of them had intense experiences. The other was drunk and didn't want to try it. The two friends that did experienced a bad trip. One was abducted by aliens, and the other had a similar experience, but not to the same extent. One attributes it to using it as a quote-unquote party drug and in doing so upset the cosmic forces that control psychedelics. The other attributes it to using it too frequently. Both experienced an internal awakening. So while, my, while in my own experience I can neither confirm nor deny its spiritual plausibility, my friends, however, would tell you otherwise. This leads me to believe it all depends on the person. It also depends on that... Anytime I need someone to put my words eloquently into a, a sentence... I'm going to just tell you what I went through. Let you write it out. That was the... Pr you explained my trip better than I did. Well, I'm very experienced when it comes to psychedelics. I can... You can speak I can, well. I can process it and put it into something that's almost somewhat understandable. I know that fucker was born with a silver tongue. I know talk so good. <laughs> that's basically what I'm getting Why well, use lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's just, but no, man, that's... it. Yeah, and it's kind of like the, set, the setting, right? They... Mm -hmm. The thing is, they showed me, they're like, alright, like, it was kind of, they, they they showed me that it wasn't the right time for you either, because Buddy was off puking in the bathroom, way too hammered, I was, even in my trip, I'm like, is he okay? Like, I couldn't actually go out, because there was too much shit going on. Oh, I was more focused on uh, Buddy in the room with me. I wasn't, like, people outside of the room were of no concern. I was more like, I wonder what he's doing. I wonder if he's bored sitting there watching me, you know, do oh, my yeah. thing, you know, whatever. That did enter my mind a few times, and I was like, sorry, dude, I know you're probably bored. He's like, just enjoy it, man. Just live in the moment. 
be there. So I tried to like exactly do that, just let go, like I said in the trip, but just lay back and try to let it take its course and do its thing. But all I, all it really did was just, you know, show me that you know you can experience a lot of pretty crazy fucking visuals for what seems like a very long time. Yes. This is sorry. I didn't like put my hand up to be like right now. I need to speak. It's just like I had a thought when you're done, but. Uh, you know how Canada has started using psychedelics for after, like, end-of-life care? Yeah. If they start using DMT for, like, you know, trials for therapy, you bet your fucking ass your boy's going to be in that doctor's office fucking getting them to... Because they They're do already IV, doing right? trial care or they trial therapy for ketamine. Like, oh, you should have said ke- that. Ketamine is... That one, it's like, oh, yeah, give me that shit. Because, like... <laughs> DMT is psychedelic, spiritual, but ketamine, I'm like, oh. That's a party drug. Oh, man, no, it's very psychedelic and spiritual, too. Like, it's not just a party drug. It's like being drunk and high with six tabs of acid in your body because you're seeing psychedelic shit. If you K-hole and actually do enough to put yourself under, like, an anesthetic, basically, because it's a fucking anesthetic. That's what it is. That's what they used it for. You pass the fuck out. If you K-hole, you'll experience some shit, brother, and I'll fucking tell you that for sure because I've done some ketamine, man. But anyway, ketamine treatment, I would be doing that. If they want to do ketamine treatment, fuck yeah. Because they do it IV, right? They have it properly made in the lab. Yeah, and then they supervise you while you're quote-unquote tripping. And then when you're pretty much, uh, (laughs) when they deem that you're good to go, then you're fine. And ketamine doesn't last all that long either. It's not a very long-lasting. But with ketamine, if you're sniffing it, you do very small lines of it. But not ketamine treatment now these motherfuckers are out here snorting fucking lines as fat as my fucking finger oh yeah yeah no i've seen that shit at fucking clubs parties put you down quick no these motherfuckers are then going out back to the dance floor and fucking jam their ketamine was heavy buff because the stuff i got the guys i was getting it from was the plug and he would go right out of his bag he would put out some of his own put the stuff on the tray do a little line and he would be fucked and they would take some of it out of his own bag and give it to me. So it wasn't like any of his pre-bagged stuff. Right. It was his personal. I always get captain stash. Like, I don't fuck around with getting street-level shit when I did that. Right. <laughs> but, no, the DMT therapy, if they wanted to do that for, like, PTSD, anxiety, fucking sign me up right now. You ain't got to pay me nothing, but I know they might. Like, you ain't got to pay me. I'll fucking just go for the therapy of it. Like, Dude, it I just want to go for, like, uh, kind of just... Like clinical trials for like studying the human brain. Yeah. Right. I'll I'll give myself up for science. Yeah. You know? Put me in an MRI or a CT while I'm fucking going like while I'm fucking really tripping. Right. Because they don't. Let me take two tabs of acid and put me in a fucking MRI machine. Let's it's go. not even tabs. The way they do it is all liquid. It's injection, right? So they would give you an IV and then they would give you the intravenous injection, and that's you can't that's intravenously inject acid. LSD. Yes, you can. You can do LSD in your eyeball. You can literally. How you the fuck shoot can it. you do it in your eyeball? Oh, you just it's not recommended because you can no, lose your eyesight. It's not recommended. I'm not saying to do you it. You go fucking blind. Any drug you do, cocaine. If you have a, a rock of cocaine and you hold it in your hands, it'll absorb in your skin. Everything, even like fucking plastic. If I hold like a laptop that's made of plastic, that oil petroleum will leach into my hands over time. So you will have levels of that. Everything we touch leaches into our body and our liver has to process. So yeah, they've actually, like, ketamine, LSD treatment, even psilocybin, they find a way to make it all, like, maybe psilocybin they make you eat the shroom, I don't fucking know. I, but I'm pretty yeah, sure you, they you, find, like, You have, like, a version. little, you have a little, like, I think almost an edible or something, you only get, like, like, 50 milligrams, or, or maybe not even, like, or they you don't, thing else. Or they you don't, don't get a lot. have the tea made if they were using an amanita. Well, in the ketamine stuff, like, that treatment, they would do that intravenous, so they would have their, because ketamine comes, like, if you... Allegedly, if you were to kick in the door to a veterinarian's office and find the little vials of ketamine, and you were to take those home and microwave them on a glass sheet or a glass plate so it doesn't leak, once you microwave it, that little powder that's left over, that white stuff, is your powdered ketamine because everything else goes out of... Uh, out of... It evaporates. It evaporates, yeah. I was trying to sound too clinical, but it evaporates basically, and that little bit left over is pure ketamine. And I've never knocked over a vet's office, hand to God, you know, but I know these things. And so, yeah, they have it in suspension in such a way that it's a liquid. And that's what they would do with the DMT or whatever else. They would take what we smoked and they would make it a liquid in a lab, like properly doctor fucking right. made. Not like me sending it in my bathtub or some fucking thing. That's why when you, um, is that why when you heat up DMT, it turns almost kind of liquidy? Yeah, it goes it to like straight melts. liquid. It's... Anybody who's really done DMT would know, like, 
you either use a kind of setup that's like a Mickey or a small bottle of alcohol and you have kind of a Brillo in the top and you put it in there and it's kind of a vaporizer deal. Or if you want to be big brain about it and do it properly, you get yourself what's called a bubble or a meth pipe. It's kind of <laughs> looks like a meth pipe. It's, it's, it is a meth pipe. We just had the right substance, right? Like I don't view those pipes anymore as oh tweaker pipe. That's, no, that specific. They use it wrong. One. Yeah, that, that specific one. one. That's All specific. the other ones. Oh, wait, those are tweaker. You can tell because this meth, specific one. meth and crack actually in their pipes, the piped stems and shit. When you smoke weed through it, it'll go black. Right. Cracking, cracking meth will actually go white in your pipe, so it's different. You know the pipe we were using. It was okay, the motherfuckers that I know have been smoking some dirty shit because that shit's uh, yellow. Yeah, yellow ass <laughs> fucking yeah. It's because it's dirty meth. It's like micro meth. It's not. It's no cook. It's what the Nazis used to use in the field. You just fucking mix bottles of this shit, pour it out, and it evaporates off, and you have your meth. Okay. That's what that is. Not yeah, name names, but Nazi I went to meth. hang out with some girl, right? That <laughs> I already know who it is. <laughs> And fucking no 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 I well you maybe but anyways I go I go to chill right I'm just going you know because whatever she she hit me up she thought I was fucking banging whatever she wanted them biceps bro probably I went over there for say hey what's up and they're like hey do you mind we're smoking in here I'm like oh no go ahead and then they pull out the meth pipe not the weed pipe and I'm like oh shit when Jesse says he's bi he's talking about saps. <laughs> <laughs> That just came into my head. It's probably not that funny. You don't gotta laugh at it. Sabs. Yeah. And then I see her whip out the fucking meth pipe, and I'm like, oh, I see. Oh, yikes, bro. That shit was yellow and black on the bottom from being charred and burned. Oh, yeah, they're chasing their pipe. Oh, yeah. You got, when you're, as you learn with the DMT, when you're using one of those glass bulb pipes, you have to have that heat away. Yeah, you have to have it, like, right at the, like, end of the flame, and then fucking rotate it. Now all my chainmail rings are mixed up. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. It is what it is. I'll pick through. All right, guys. So right now I'm loading up a little dab here of some high terpene, full concentrate extract of a rock star. Shout out to Buzz Extract from here local in Alberta. Please sponsor. <laughs> I'll add them when I post this on Monday. So I'm going to heat up this little dab rig. Actually, what I want to do is find a piece of metal and mm-hmm. heat it up enough that when I heat this tip, I can heat it up so it's molten and then kind of sm- like make it smaller. Right. Because right now it pulls a lot of dabs up. What I right. have to do is kind of do it flat to the glass and go sideways to the dabs. Right. And the edges will hit it and like vaporize it, but re- it's too large. There's so I kind of metal rods in that mug right there. I don't um, know if that'll work. I'm thinking like a flat piece of metal. I don't even need it to be like heated, but just a flat. I don't need to right now. Right. But I want to heat this up, make it a bit smaller on the end there so it actually hits better. But that's uh, kind of a process I'm looking at. It's just a Grav Labs dab straw. It, uh, if you had your method, It hits pretty good. It hits fucking great. I love it. So it's good for gonna, dabs. Quick hit. Quick little one-hooter. Yeah, dabs just a quick almost. little dab in the house. Because I... Uh, how do I phrase that? I've been in places where I shouldn't smoke technically, but the dabs I have do not smell like cannabis. You know, your tradi- traditional idea of it. Right. So I can get away with it in certain places. You can say, you can light a candle and be like, yeah, it's just that. You're well, like, I can even just blow it out in a normal room and nobody will really notice, but I don't know. I like my dabs. They hit a bit better. So cheers, guys. Let's get toasty. Cheers, Matt. So, yeah. We learned about psychedelics a little bit, uh, talked about our experiences, talked about some negative experiences. Uh, ne- negative experiences usually teach you more than the positive ones. Yeah, they do. They teach you more about yourself and sometimes <laughs> more about others. That 15 minutes I had of pure health <laughs> was way more beneficial to my mind, body, and soul than even the, three, uh, the, the two previous trips of having fun and then the one of, we don't want you here, but we'll be nice. That one bad trip was way more beneficial than all the other three. It was, it showed me some shit. Like, wow. That was fucking scary. Because you're in a waking nightmare. You're awake, you're mm-hmm. with it. But you feel like you're in a dream. Like, you're actually living in a nightmare. And your skin's crawling. The world is fucking... I kind of felt that way on an acid trip. When I was hanging out at a, at a buddy's place. And uh, we popped a couple tabs of acid before we even showed up, right? So we were gonna wait. We were gonna be there and wait for it to kick in, and then stay there long enough that you know we'd leave when it was over. That was a mistake because we both took two tabs and we're high for twelve hours. Uh, <laughs> we ended up spending the night there, 
But before we went to sleep, uh, the other some of the other people that were there just started fucking bitching for no reason, right? <clears throat> Which sent me into a pretty negative spiral, and I literally just walked out, went to the fucking like back hallway, and just sat there in the corner, just for like a few minutes, just to breathe, because I'm like, holy fuck, that is bad vibes. I need a you know space to fucking you know. Restore balance essentially to ground <laughs> myself. Jesus Christ. I'm so, escaped for a few minutes, went back. They were like, What's up? You alright? I'm like, Yeah, I'm oh good. I'm good. I'm good. Like, they have no idea what just happened, and I'm like, Fuck it. Whatever. We'll just <laughs> go with it. We'll just move on. Yeah. They set the couch up so that we could fucking go to sleep. They said, put on a movie. We went to bed. I didn't say anything of it. But. That experience told me I had a pretty bad trip that time because I had to literally remove myself from the area and like recenter myself. And I, I learned that these people are not people that I want to associate with, and people like them. I've noticed a pattern, <laughs> right? In certain people, they're very similar to each other. I'm not. Uh, Even though they've never met. Sorry, I'm, I'm finished. You can go. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. I don't mean to do that and interrupt people. I just. I'm kind of buzzed. I'm sorry. It's all good. But there's certain experiences I've had. I've definitely done psychedelics, even back at... I don't want to get too specific to make anyone think I'm talking about them when I am. But well, I used to do a shitload of psychedelics with two buddies. One of them we don't associate with. One of them features on this podcast every now and then. Well, on the one buddy I'd done psychedelics with, and him and someone close to him. And there was things that the universe told me. Because, yeah, we're having fun, we're laughing, but there's also the psychedelic aspect. Because that side hits it way harder for me than anything else. I can't do mushrooms, acid, or any of that kind of stuff just for fun. I it's can. not something I can. I, I used to be able to, but over time, my mind evolved into a way where I only get the psychedelic feeling from it. Like, I only experience shit from a different universe. I don't, like, I have some of the visuals, whatever, but it's just a different feeling. You see, I can but, access that part... Pretty much at will. If I want to have a I spiritual wish. trip, I'll just be like, I'll pop the tabs in my mouth and be like, all right, we're going to fucking, we got some questions. We're going to meet the gods. <laughs> or I'll be like, all right, I just want to have a good time, play some Xbox, go for a drive with somebody else that's sober. I don't drive, I don't really drive on acid. I only did it once. Yeah. And that was out of necessity and I don't yeah, recommend I it. Do. I don't recommend it. It's kind of like going to another Nothing bad I happened. Like... I was, it was relatively easy because like, you know, nothing too, you know, out of the ordinary to my eyesight, right? Except for when I looked at the sky and the stars and the sky <laughs> was fucking incredible. Yeah. Everything else was relatively normal, right? You wouldn't, it would appear as if I was looking sober, right? Like my eyesight was sober yeah. until I looked at the sky. Then I realized yeah. how much, I, that there was still acid in me. <laughs> it's me, like, like a, it's like ascending to a next tier level or pretty much or some shit. Like being like that, up. like it showed me like you're supposed to be there. You're not, here you're supposed to be you know you don't fit in here you're supposed to be somewhere else you are an alien well the thing <laughs> is like psychedelics it showed me with those people like you i don't know man the way like they showed me yeah you're gonna have fun and enjoy being around these people but it also said don't stick around you don't want to be here mm -hmm. and just as recent as this past week some stuff has come to light and now i have genuine reason when before it was like, hey, sorry, I'm busy. I don't leave my house unless I'm recording the pod or going to pick up weed or beer. Now it's like I have a genuine reason to kind of avoid it. And the psychedelics had showed me that way long ago, like years ago. Bad before, I, before I went to Saskatchewan, it told me some shit, man. And once I came back and years later now, there's some stuff that just happened this past week where I'm like, wow. I have a genuine reason to have been distancing myself from these people because something comes to light and you're like, wow. Technically, what's I didn't going really on think. Legal, I didn't really think know. of this person that way. Exactly, and technically, what's going on is legal in every way and sense, but it's not morally right in my compass and my moral guidings. That's not yeah. right to me, so I can't be around that. I, I just won't, and that's kind of the most I'll say about it. But yeah, psychedelics will show you shit about that. Years in advance, and then when it comes to it, and it's like, hey, dickhead, we told you. And you're like, wow. You motherfuckers in the sky know. You fucking yeah. cosmic beings know this shit years in advance. Like, it's I'm, like your mom's never fake with you, how your mom's like, oh, that friend you can't trust, and years mm -hmm. later, you see you can't trust them. Like, psychedelics are like your mom in that way, where they tell you about people. They show you that shit. Like, it's nuts, bro. And that's why I listen to it so heavily. It's it's kind of a problem where my brain has broken the barrier of reality and psychedelia. 
Like, I understand why I'm in a real space right now, but I also feed into the kind of cosmic entities that tell me what's going on. Like, right. I'm not hearing voices or shit, right? But I do listen to the feelings I get. Like, trust your gut. Yeah. I've been getting a your lot intuition. more feelings since that. Yeah, my intuition. I trust it a lot more. If I feel a certain way, I won't even leave my fucking house that day. If I'm like, ah, oh, something's fucking... Something's gonna happen, bro. I'm not. I'm not fucking with it. Like some See, sometimes there's, there's usually like, me. Uh, like Matt, you're fucked. Come on, let's go. A lot of times it is, and I need that, and that's why I hang out with you. Because a lot of times it's like I am just being paranoid. I got. I'm cabin fevered, bro. Jamie just said he hasn't seen me in a fucking week. I haven't left my house much in like a week. And you have cruised a bit. <clears throat> Only yesterday, maybe a couple days before that. Like we a few times, yes. But considering how much I used to be out. I'm no, this really, week was like a was a low week. Like, this week was actually more than usual, more times than not. Like, cause I was with Jake also, and I was with a few other people. But like, even going out Friday, like that, this has been a fucking busy. Last week, week I'm me. pretty sure we hung out like three or four or five days. Like we hung out mo- the a majority of the week. And like sure. mo- most weeks, I'll get a, I'll get a Snapchat from your some fucking thing, and I got nothing this week, which kind of tells me that there was something. Honestly, it's just that big depression. Uh, yeah, the guys on life. Discord have even been asking me, like, Ragnar and everybody else, fuck Julia, all that, like, hey, why aren't you streaming? My room is a fucking depression nest. Like, it's a nest right now. And, like, my desk, where I used to stream from, covered in dishes. I have probably half the dishes in the house on my desk. And yeah. it's, just, it's a depression thing. Today I was going to bring them up, but I had to rush, go to the pod, whatever, and I didn't want to leave them on the counter. I want to do the dishes, right. put them in the washer. But yeah, dude, it's just been hella big depression. And people have been asking me, like, why aren't you streaming? You got all your chain mail. Like, you have a bunch made. Like, start streaming. It's because my room is such a fucking mess. I don't want to. Like, I don't... I can't, honestly. My desk is not available. Like, I got to clean all that out. But yeah, man, it's been a rough time. It's just hella depression. That's why I haven't been around much. That's why when I am around, I'm not as smiley. But at the same time, I haven't taken my 5-HTP and... Quite a while. Dude, that's also why I've been fucking asking to hang out all the time is because mm-hmm. I've been going through a similar thing and that's the way I get out of it. I'm like, yo, somebody come chill. I don't <laughs> care if we don't talk the entire time. If we just sit here on our phones or whatever the fuck, just be here. That's it. Like, you know I got two TVs in my room. Fuck, if you ever need to, just bring me your Xbox. We'll have a LAN party. We'll just chill in my room. Like the last time we did, we, talk, we chatted a bit, but I just, you know, we're, we're there, we're hanging out, but we're also in our own world, which is... <laughs> so it's a beer bird. We were in our own worlds too, which is what people need. Like yeah. I'm not the kind of you need guy your own space, but you also need you know yeah. somebody present. That's somebody there, not somebody like in long. your space, but still in the space that you are that's in. Why I'm right? looking at a fucking apartment, and I'm like, I'm looking at one that's two bedroom because I know I'm gonna move out well before I'm ready because I need to be out. I want you to be ready though, so I know it might take a few more months. So I'm gonna find a cheaper spot, two bedroom, one bedroom for me, and then have a bedroom for my weed plants. You know, put my exercise bike in there, have the podcast shit set up, like a desk or like a table that we can have mics around. (laughs) And then when you're ready, I'll look for a three-bedroom spot, hopefully in the same apartment, because there's actually spots still in there. Right. So maybe we'll just move our shit up another floor or whatever, or down the hall to a fucking three-bedroom. And then you have you have a room, I got a room, then we have the podcast. But me and you are very similar in a lot of ways. We did that voting test or whatever, that quiz. And they told us the same fucking party. Like, we're very similar in a lot of ways. Even our personalities and shit. So that's why, yeah, that's why. But also very different at the same time. Like, we're not each other's yes men. It's not that we're so similar that it's like, yeah, do that. It's just, we're very real with each other. But we have the same, like... Ideas about life. Yeah, ideas about how the world should be and how uh, people should be treated. Uh, versus, you know, our interests and our, you know, our hobbies may be different. Yeah, we have different Our world views are very similar. Exactly. And like, yeah, our personalities are different. Like, I, we definitely have different aspects. I'm a heavy metal head. Like, you like going to raves. Like, there's very different aspects, but that's why we get along. Because I want to go to raves with you, and then you can come to shows with me. Like, just to kind of... Dude, I'll fucking headbang. different shit. Like, not, fucking oh, we're going to watch like a motherfucker. Dude, I mean, I'm a little dude. All right, I'm short. You can stage dive. You can straight up fucking, like, ride the crowd, man. I'm, well, I'm pretty light, so that might be possible. We'll see how the crowd is. I think I'm, I'm just barely got, cracked 150. Don't again. wear boots. Don't have heavy boots. No, 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 always sneakers. If that's the thing, the like you don't one. want heavy boots swinging. You don't want those spiky wristbands. Some people do, but you don't want to stage dive with those because you're going to fucking door people, fuck them up, and 
You're gonna you know, get those motherfuckers seat. are the ones that just sit in the fucking uh, pits of yeah, death. They usually, if you see people throwing elbows, you don't want to deal with that guy. Most people will usually tune him up and he'll go away. Because you don't throw elbows in a mosh pit. It's literally just pushing. It's yeah. this. Like, it's just a crowd. It's like a bully circle. It's great. Yeah, you're just kind of like pushing your arms out forward. You're running around. Is he Shaq in the mosh pit? Oh, ginormous monstrosity (laughs) of a man. And the people that don't even come up to his shoulders and they're trying to push him. He's like, hat, no. And then he just barely touches them and they go flying. Very first rule of the mosh pit we're all there for the same reason. Heavy metal, like, it's, it's marginalized. A lot of people don't like it. Like, when you're at a show, you're all there for the common reason to have fun. If you see someone go down, if you see someone fall, you stop what you're doing and you pick them the fuck back up. Like, like the people I've around them stop, the people outside of them clear yeah. out a little bit Dude, so that they have room to do their five thing. Finger, they were, I saw three girls jump on this little, this blonde girl and I still talk to her to this day. I still have her on Instagram and shit. She's got her own little company for crafts and stuff. Like She's, yeah. she's a cool chick. She's a metalhead. She pins tarantulas and shit like when they're dead. She does all the bug pinning and shit. She has a pet tarantula. Like she's, she's out there, but she's cool. And we're at the concert, first concert I was at ever, and we see three girls jump on her. Me and Buddy immediately just fucking jump in. Like me and Buddy, like like you you're know, not like me swinging or anything. You're no, just grabbing the chicks. But and I did. I grabbed because they're big girls. These chicks were bigger than me. Like they're grown ass women jumping on a chick that's like my age, but like smaller than you. Right, just petite. I see these fucking three grown women jump on this girl, and me and Buddy run in. I grab these bitches by the hair. We start throwing them around. I grab the chick that got jumped by her shirt, pull her up. We put her in the back of like, uh, you know, pass her to the other friends. Like, hey, take care of her. Behind you guys. And then you just stand there, folded arms, like fucking do something. All these chicks' husbands come up and they're like, "What are you fucking doing?" I'm like, "Mind your fucking business, cunt." And we got drinks in the pit, obviously, but it's just plastic cups because they know. <laughs> like, right. But even the first concert, man, if you see someone getting fucked with, regardless of what's going on, you help them out. Like, exactly. if somebody goes down in the pit, you pick them up. Like, like I feel we're all more family. safe around metalheads than I do people that go to church. Yeah, we're all family because we've all been marginalized. <laughs> yeah. Like, people hate Ironically, us. people hate me just because of how I look walking That's an ironic people. truth. <laughs> People but, covered in tattoos are more trustworthy than people that go to church every Sunday. Even guys All that tattoo saying, themselves. In my life experience, <laughs> I don't have tattoos. I don't go to church. I think religion is stupid. I think Poor it's dumb to religion. dedicate your entire life to a fucking being that says, if you don't fucking worship me, then you're wrong and you're going to die. The side of religion, your soul is fucking doomed. The side of religion I do understand is people that have nothing to live for and they find religion, it gives them something, right? It gives them that hope in their life. Even for me, I'm not religious, but if I had to pick a religion gun to my head, I'll, I'll pray to Odin, right? I still do, time to time. And I used to think religion is a sign of weakness, but it's people need something to fucking believe in. That's all it really is. And devoting your life to it and making other people feel less than because they don't believe it is complete trash. No, that's bullshit. But if you believe in a god or any other afterlife that makes you feel better and helps you get through the day, by all fucking means, if you live your life... In a way that does not interfere with anyone else's fucking body. I fully believe that if you are a decent person and, you re- and you've realized the golden rule, right? Treat others how you want to be treated and you do that regardless of how you are actually treated. If you maintain that philosophy no matter how you are treated throughout your life, you will uh, in death transcend and become essentially part of the cosmos, right? You are one of the stars, yeah, kind of. the DMT showed me. And like, yeah, exactly. Like I didn't get a very huge spiritual awakening, but I did get to know that, you know, I at least I'm on the right path to earning a seat at that table when I pass, you know, definitely. I would hope that I'm on that path. Man, I definitely didn't live the golden rule when they were getting me cigarettes. We pulled up to the gas station. This guy's blocking all the parking spots. We're trying to pull up. He's not moving. He's just like sitting there on his phone. I crack my window and I just scream, get the fuck out of the way. Like, just the most vile, like, like, mad. It's all good. I'll just park <laughs> behind him. Like, don't worry. I was out of cigarettes and I needed one. It was like I didn't realize how my voice came across. Like, it was just something spur of the moment. I'm like, this fucking prick move. I need cigarettes. Like, I'm out. So I cra- like I just cracked my window. I'm like, fucking move. I'm like, oh my god, is that how I sound when I'm mad? Holy shit. Like I, I that's pretty much how I sounded like, without weed when I was in BZ. Dude, that's how I sound when I don't have a few beer in me. Honestly, I know my drinking is becoming an issue. Oh, was that when you were spending the week in Fernie? Yeah, Fernie's a beautiful place, but when you don't have weed, in uh, Fernie, just walk around the street. Everybody in Fernie smokes. 
Dude, what the fuck? That's on you. No, because I work, on you for work all day, and then you're home when it's dark. All right, or back at the this, D&D when I it's met dark. This guy. I'm not bar. going out. Go to the bar, wait for people to go out for a cigarette because oh. you don't drink, right? Have a no. Pepsi or water. Wait for people to go out for a cigarette, and then when you smell it or when you hear something, you go, "Hey, do you guys got pot? Do you know where I can?" Trust me, dude. I'm a chronic. Like I, uh, we can. Okay, I'm bringing you. I'm bringing you with next time I go anywhere. To please, find you please leave. do. I need to go. And I travel. met a guy. I met a guy in BC that does tile work. And did he put you on a Lutharo? Not to interrupt, but yes, that guy's a fucking G. Whoever you are out there, the guy from fucking BC that does tile work, who put us on the Lutharo, you're a gangster. If you remembered his you. name, you could shout him out. Either but, way, that guy's a G. Go ahead. Sorry, not to interrupt. Uh, I think I do remember his name, but for privacy reasons, yeah. I'm not going to just out him. No, of course. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure you don't know his last name. What's his first name? Give him a show. <laughs> oh, What's now, his first name? Oh, fuck. Now I'm not in, Now I'm on the spot and I don't... Yeah, no worries. Shout oh, out fuck. Tile Guy from fucking Fernie. Yeah, shout out Tile Guy from BC. Thank you for showing us Lutharo. They're good as fuck. Yeah, everybody, go check out Lutharo, Kitchener. Uh, yeah, they're from Kitchener area in Ontario. They're fucking dope as fuck. Sorry, yeah, I, I know, good, I know we're a Canadian group, but honestly, the if I was to go see a, a metal band of my choosing for my first show, I'd want to see a Dragon Force show. Oh, of course, there is Speci- almost specifically to see Herman Lee play because, in my opinion, there are not many guitar players in the world that are better than Herman Lee. Buckethead is definitely one of them because Buckethead's the best. Buckethead plays on God mode because it's speculated he does have Asperger's. Like, he's a savant for it. So he's playing it with cheats in a way. Like, his brain works in a robotic way with the guitar that most people can't play. But I do agree. Going to a Dragon Force show would be great because it's not your aggro dickheads who are there to throw bows and you know hurt people. It's people like us who are just there to appreciate the fucking the craft. Yeah, like, the these art. fuckers play so goddamn fast, like... And so goddamn fire well. and flames, yes, whatever else, but, like, they play so fast and so technical, and it's so good. And if you watch Herman Lee, he's on Twitch. He's such a nice person. Like, you can't hate him. Like, it's... If you do, there's something wrong with you, right? <laughs> like, he's such a nice guy. He's always smiling. Like, even people who are on YouTube emulating his songs or whatever else, he brings them on stream with him. Like, he's a really nice guy. So, Dragon Force? Fuck yes. I definitely want to go to one of their shows. Because, yeah, there'll be heavy-ass mosh pits, but there's no anger there, right? There's no there's no animosity. It's just they to have fun. You Dragon go somewhere Force like Amonamarth. I love Amonamarth. They were my back patch, but in one of those pits, might get fucked up because that's some aggressive music. But that's why I want to go to Amonamarth. Like, there's different... Stay out of the pit. You've got to understand the how edge. the pit's going to be at certain places and based on the venue. If the venue's small, smaller pit. Or maybe more aggressive because there's a smaller amount of people they've mm-hmm. fucking fought to be there, so... Like, I'm on Mars last show. was up in Calgary just at a casino. I wanted to be there, but... There was, like, a... Who came to Lethbridge quite a while ago? It was, like, Seether, Godsmack, and somebody... And Pop Evil, I think. Probably, yeah. I I heard that one was pretty fucking nuts. Oh, dude, it was probably crazy. But I was at the Five Finger Death Punch, 6 a.m., and another band. I can't remember. 6 a.m. are fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. But that's the one I was at, and that's where this girl got jumped, and we're getting in there, and, like... I was 17 and I had the fucking wristband to get liquor because they nah. fucked up reading my ID. He's like, oh, here's a wristband. And I walk up to order drinks. So I'm fucking, I don't like beer, but I'm in there chugging beer because I'm like, I'm at a concert. I already had half a bottle of whiskey. Let's go. Let's uh, fucking go. It was a good time. It was definitely the best pickup line I've ever heard was actually coined that night. Buddy walked up to a chick that I was hanging out with. Shout out Skyler if you've ever listened to this. I doubt it. You, you have a real life. <laughs> but he walks up to her and he's dressed like Nikki Six, like just a raggedy fucking, you know, a wig and all this shit. But he's big dude. He walks up. He's like, damn, you look like I'm going to get you pregnant. <laughs> Best line I've ever heard. And like, you know, most people might get offended, but this was years back. So we all just started laughing. Like I kind of looked at her to see her reaction. Cause I'm like, if you're offended, I'll swing. But she just starts laughing. She's got a good sense of humor. Tat it all up. She's a cool chick. Dude, you look like my next ex-wife. But he's like, damn, you look like I'm going to get you pregnant. And we just all started, like, she started laughing. So we all started busting the guts. I'm holding it back, wanting to laugh. I'm like, if she's mad, ah, okay, we're we're good. Good. <laughs> like, ah, we good, Cam. I'm allowed to laugh. We're good. So yeah, we all laughed at that. I'm like, fucking A, man. Good one. I'm like, I'm going to use that. That's decent. But modern day, 
Can't Not do that. that. No, that's that was years back. That was probably well before 2018. Wait, it's only 2020. That was probably yeah. like 15, 2015, 16, maybe. Like that was years ago. I was 17. Okay, and I'm 23 now. Someone do the math. Hey, Ragnar, I'll send you another five bucks on PayPal if you do the math of that. How old was I back then? If I was uh, 17 then, and I'm 23 now. It's 20. It would have been 2014. Here's the funny part. Ragnar went through. All of the episodes. All of the episodes. Like, multiple times. He's listened to them a bunch. And he found the episode that has the uh, train honking. So that's still up. If anybody else can find that, you'll get five bucks sent to PayPal. It's, uh, yeah, but yeah, shout out to Ragnar. Shout out to all the Discord guys. They're uh, they're mad mad respect to them. Alex and all those guys. Then he sent me a DM in Discord like, hey, it's in this episode. It's between this minute and this minute. Like, he's a G. Dude, I, I told him, I'm like, what's your PayPal? I'll send it to you. Like, yeah, and he's like, I'm just I'm just here to help. But I said, it's based on principle. I said I would do it, right? Like, I said I would give you that five bucks. Like, I, I've got to do it, right? It's giveaways kind of deal. Like, exactly. It's on it. And he's like, no, I won't. I'm like, no. I'm not giving you my PayPal. You don't got to send it. Like, I just like listening. It was fun to re-listen. God damn, you're a G. I love you. Actually, I put him onto a, a site here from Canada, Metal mm-hmm. Mania, not sponsored. Please sponsor. <laughs> Patches get get expensive. Please, but uh, somebody. I put him onto that site, and he was going through a bunch of the patches, and he started sa- like saving screenshots and sending them the, sending them to us in Discord. Right. And he's like, "What do you think of these ones?" I'm like, "Dude, I have four of the five patches you sent." Like. We don't just have similar music interest. It's down to the patches we choose. We have similar like that's interest fucking nuts. In that. He loves Vikings, motorcycles, heavy metal. Like me and that guy definitely get along. There's a, there's a vibe there. Me and Ragnar. If they met, know, they'd definitely be butt buddies. Oh, dude! Like no homo. I like in in a heterosexual way. I would marry that fucker. Like we have too much in common to be like, okay, at least be my roommate. Like at least we gotta hang out, dude. We have so much in common. Like what come be fuck? my neighbor, dude. Live in the apartment like, next door. Like, fuck. Please God, let's hang out. Like you, me and the, I know he lives in California, that wide state. That's not Aaron though, but. No, man, he's cool shit. We have a lot in common, but down to the patches he chooses for the bands we have in common. It was like, dude, what the fuck? It's just kind of crazy. But yeah, we have him that went through all the episodes. So I guess that kind of stands. We might have Easter eggs in certain episodes where it's like, hey, if you can find this, we'll let you know. Like, we'll send you a fiver on PayPal, whatever. And five Canadian. I'm not making up for the fucking exchange rate. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't care if it comes up to $3 American. You still want a $5 fucking PayPal. I don't care if our dollar is worth three cents to the American dollar. You're getting five Canadian. This isn't Mexico. We're doing better than peso. (laughs) True. Pesos are... You could go there. You could go to Mexico with 50 grand and you can live like a king for the rest of your life. Don't tempt me, bro. <laughs> I'll just commit crime, hit a plane before they know, and I'll just live there. We'll do the po- next podcast. Rob a bank in Texas. Hey, so this is nothing in particular live from Mexico. <laughs> Rob a bank in Texas, run quickly across the border to Mexico. No, 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 okay. Let me not to interrupt, but rob a bank in Texas? Do you realize how many fucking people are carrying guns? Listen, I'm aware. Either you get out of there alive and you have a shitload of money and you live like a king, or you fucking die. Either way, that's a win. I'll rob banks in Canada because in Canada the cashiers are told give the money over. You don't have a gun; it's not worth your life. I'll rob shit here, put the fucking cash in rolls up my butt if I have to in hundreds, or gold bars just shoved in my hole and a duffel fucking bag. Like there's ways. Hole is hole. Hole is hole. No, I would I would do it here because you won't get shot to that. Smoke the money down there. Even if you don't exchange it, uh, Canadian to American to Mexican, you just straight, or to peso, sorry, not Mexican. <laughs> Whatever, I'm, I'm drunk, there's love in my heart, fuck you. But, you know, like, you would still have a better chance of getting more money here and not getting a bullet in your fucking dick. There. Could you imagine how much that a Texas is shot in the dick? Texas is the last Look, I just picked place. a state that was close to the border. Right? I, I get that, but fuck no. I'd rather smuggle it and run risks. I've I've carried lots of cannabis across. Okay, Florida, and then we're going to fucking way. Cuba. That'd be a good spot. Florida, hit a boat, go to Cuba. Peace. Well, we can hit a plane, too, because if we do it smart up here, they won't have our faces. You make up your tattoos, wear sleeves, gloves, all that, blah, blah, blah. Just wear a long, just wear a long sleeve black sweater with no symbols on it. Just a plain black sweater, gloves, hella markings, but yeah, gloves, <laughs> boots, gas mask, hoodie, uh, sunglasses. You're good. Yo, if we ever do rob banks, can we put like uh, in our like kit? Right, we'll all look the same, but we have to get a strap on. It's just a giant Hank dildo. 
Look, now we can't do that because then they'll know it's us. I don't care. I don't care because we'll do it in such a quick timing that we'll still get out and be like, wait, they said they'd do it. But we're in like a complete different country where they won't extradite us here. Perfect. And they'll know. They're like, it's the dildo bandits or the strap-on <laughs> bandits. It's the strap-on bandits. So that, that'll be us, bro. We'll all have big dildos on the outside <laughs> like some cubbies. 16 inches long. Not too long, no. It's got to be tactical, right? Because if oh, we're doing a rubber, you don't want God. that dick getting in the way. You want a decent dick, you know, eight inches on it's that It's floppy. Dick. It'll just hang down. An eight inch, but not too soft. A little soft, but not too... You know, well, there's ways of doing this. So, yeah, if you guys ever see news reports of guys in gas masks wearing uh, strap-ons that are pink. Any strap-on, I guess. We don't have to be specific. Yeah, gas masks and strap-ons. Just know. The next episode will be live from Mexico or Cuba. <laughs> That's pretty well, yeah. No, Cuba. You won't ever actually, see that, though. Am I wrong? It, it might no, be it's Puerto a US, Rico. It's a U.S. state. Yeah, Puerto US, Rico is uh, a territory, too. So we got to go. Jamaica. We're some pasty boys, and we're not big. They're going to chop us up like coconuts, man. Like, nah, Jamaica's fine. I'm thinking, I, I have ideas and I can't say it here because, yeah, I already told you, well, we're going to be the gas mask dildo bandits, but <laughs> you don't know where the fuck we're going to be next time. Overseas somewhere. I have the ideas. It's the place with the nice huts and the blue water. Well, why risk doing any of this in reality when we can just do it in GTA? Because I want to get out of fucking Alberta. I want to get my dick sucked on a fucking desert island. I don't want to fucking live here. No offense, I love you guys, but shit. <laughs> I want to find some Amazonian that's never seen a dude before, fascinated by dick, and take it every day. All right, that's what I want. I just want a bitch that knows. I don't, I don't want a chick like that. That's like Kidding, I'm not that sexual. Me. I want. To, no, I'm not either. So like, I honestly could give a fuck less. Bro, I'm Couldn't. not good for relationships that way. Cause I'll like dump a load in her, fucking go about my day, drink my liquor, whatever, like do my life, hang out. And she's like, why aren't you talking to me? Cause I'm I'm, I'm living. Like when I'm me just and my doing me, dude. Together, fuck. Oh my god, she was up my ass constantly. Talk to me more, hang out. I'm like, bro, like we live together, we're just vibing. Bro. Yeah, fuck. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, we live together. Bro. It was too small of a The one before my last ex. Yeah, my last one was fucking. My last one was really nice. good. We just, you know. Oh, fun fact. You know, I said my ex. the same goals. Yeah. I had a buddy that was over there hanging out with their roommate. He says to her, oh, so when's the baby shower? What do you mean? Oh, nothing. And he just like goes back. Hey, buddy. So, uh, you want to go play basketball or you want to play two K? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, you can't just do that. He did though, and he did it for me because I always said like, ah, she's knocked up, and he came back. When I'm like, ah, she's knocked up, he's like, no, I was there, and he explained that story. He's like, nah, she's just fat now. I'm like, oh, ouch. Like, I I'm not gonna laugh about that. I'm a big dude too, but it's like, ah, when your ex does some shit, like she starts cheating on you while you're still together, like fuck that bitch and talking about it. What were some of the alcohol, like, what were the phases of drinking you guys went through? For example, when I started, I was more so uh, vodka, then went to, like, whiskey and, like, Gibson's, that kind of thing. Then I went over to gin, and then, fuck, it's just, uh, after gin, it was kind of like, well, first it was Everclear. That's what I started on. Fuck, Everclear is fucking good. I like Everclear. It's too much, bro. Like, I was fucking 13 years old drinking Everclear and a whole bottle to myself a night. That's what one of our friends does now. And where he's in his 20s. So, yeah, dude, I was doing that at 13. So, uh... I I started on Kokanee and Smirnoff. Fucking A. I always hated beer. It took me until just last year. This time last year was the first time I started enjoying beer. Because I've never never enjoyed beer. I love it, tried man. it every now and then just to kind of be like, okay, like I don't want to get a vodka drink because then I'm going to get drunk. Like I'm going to want to drink like 14 of them. But if I have beer, I'm only going to want to have one of them. So like, that's just my way of controlling how fucking drunk I get. I hate beer, so I'll only have one of those and just sip it to keep myself, you know, not thirsty and then just move on and be done with it. And maybe after the food, I'll get one drink before I go and then be done, done with it. Well, but that's because you don't drink now. Well, that was how I was before. When I, I would s- drink, I mostly drank, like, at home or, like, at a party or something where I didn't have any responsibilities. Nothing, like, out at the bar where I have to drive or anything. I didn't go too crazy. When I sounded crazy last episode, I think, when I'm like, fuck, why are you on my SoundCloud or on my Spotify? Do you see how it says playing on iPhone? Yeah. That is our other friend, David, from the other first episodes. I'm not crazy. Hmm. Me and him do share Spotify. I pay for it and we use it, right? 
But yeah, no, he's listening right now. So there's times where I'll go on there and like fuck oh, with him. It was fart noises the other night. I'm with my mom and Jake. We're cruising around town. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna put on fart noises for him. So it goes from like smush music, right? Like it's some music where I, I messed him. Like, did I interrupt your sex? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I asked him. Yeah. So I'm like, I started thinking about it after. I'm like, damn, the music he was playing. I'm like, the time it is. Did I interrupt your sex? He's like, no, 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 we're good, we're good. And he's like, he's really respectful with it. So there's times where he says, do you, do you want to use Spotify, right? Like, I'll get off. I'm like, that's good, whatever. But yeah, we're Gucci, man. There is sometimes where I'm like, fuck you, it's mine. <laughs> and I just go on there. I need to play some music. I got two of my feelings earlier. Shouldn't have brought up my ex. That was like four years ago. Fuck, so. Um, Welcome back to the Repressed Memories podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Carpet compartmentalizing your traumas podcast yeah so what i've been thinking about lately is maybe starting like an airsoft group right i love airsoft i fucking bought a 300 high cap of 5.1 dor i haven't upgraded fuck all on it yet but you bet your ass your boy's going to i carried that around the first like four or five days i got it i was just like a kid with a new toy i'm like oh i love it I'm but the only airsoft guns i've ever had was like a little m1911 fucking pistol it only shot yeah. like 290 it was a little slow ass little fucking thing yeah like, and then i had a shotgun. little like and a little like pump shotgun like a little like uh yep like almost like a sawed off springers basically yeah all springers. had no stock it was cool I had it one, all of mine have basically been spring powered until I got that one. It's a gas blowback, like it's, it's a 1911, fucking gorgeous. But it's it's not cheap. I want to find a cheaper spot to get it. Right. It was the last one they had in stock, yada yada, right? But those ones are usually the 4.3 are the most upgraded airsoft gun that is on the market. But the 5.1 also, it's just a little little bit longer, right? It's not, I, I like the 5.1. It's feels better it's a bit bigger it feels more like you're holding a real gun you can get your different uh you know your slides you can get different blowback units you can get different hop-up units you can get tons of different shit and i plan on putting a lot of money into that i started looking at parts and putting together a parts list like right. specific parts not just like you know i want this piece like even my uh <clears throat> even my ambidextrous safety for when it's cocked the side piece I'm getting one of those in silver because I'm not going to be the guy that's like black and gold or whatever. That's too right. too much, right? I want to go more the not realism route. I don't want it to look like a real handgun because it's airsoft. I'm not trying to be that guy. I play it for fun. I, I like the guns, whatever. But at the same time, I want it to look real. So I'm going to go for the black aluminum slide. I'm going to have the black lower eventually. I like the grip they have. It is a polymer. Right. So some people bitch, oh, it's a plastic. It's a polymer. It works good. They're made in Japan, so they're a good gun, right? Like, they're anything made in Japan, high quality, very, very well respected. China's a different story. Yeah, exactly. But Japan, they take their craftsmanship to a different level. It's really insane. And you guys have seen this airsoft gun. And when, mm -hmm. like, they even say in their pamphlet, toy gun. Like, they, they call it a toy. And it's like, dude, if you guys consider dude, this a toy... Dude, it certainly is a toy. It's certainly fun as fuck. Well, yeah, it's like, it's a it's a toy in a way, but like, airsoft guys, some will be like, it's not a toy, this is, this is a weapon. It's not a weapon, okay, asshole? The only way you're going to hurt someone is... It's a weapon, it's not a deadly weapon. Exactly. It is, it is an intimidating weapon, you know, appearance laws, whatever. Australia, it's actually illegal to play airsoft. They have gel ball blasters, which is basically airsoft guns like we have, but they shoot little gel balls that you have to hydrate with water. It's... I feel for Australia. We need to get them some airsoft guns. Like, legalize that shit. What the fuck? They even have appearance laws. So certain places, if your guns look too realistic, you can't play. Like That's why you have the orange tips on some airsoft guns. Yeah, if you were to look into Australian Nerf blasters, like literal Nerf dart blast, like, dude, they've got some shit in Australia for Nerf gun blasters, like for the actual Nerf shit. They have the fucking barrels, like they have the proper brass barrels, they have the... Pr it, all the money that guys over here put into their airsoft guns or real guns in the States, they do for their fucking Nerf guns. It's yeah. fucking incredible, dude. Like, But they actually play it like people play airsoft. But that's why I wanted to start playing. That's why I wanted to get you guys in there. I'm not thinking... We're not doing some Nerf wars. We're doing fucking... No, shit. this is high-powered airsoft. I'm not, taking like, that, I'm not taking that shotgun into an airsoft battle. No, that one's too high for actual legal... Canadian fields, I'm pretty sure. I think our max is about 350 to 400 feet per second. Not to interject, but I think our well, max that's is around... 390. It should be all right, then. Uh, I'm not too sure, but that one's also a Springer. They still work good. There's nothing wrong with those ones, right? Um, for me, I just needed new hobbies, and I have one of those, too, the Springer shotgun. I got mine the same day. 
But it was like, fuck it, I want to get a proper airsoft pistol. The High Kappa is the most easily upgradable pistol on the fucking airsoft market. There's, You don't even have to buy the actual base gun to upgrade it. You can build it all off parts, like even the fucking springs, all that shit, just aftermarket. Right. It'll cost you a fucking lot to do it that way. That's why I didn't do it that way myself. But the, my next upgrade would be the slide. But the slide going to add more weight, so I need a new blowback housing unit. But also the 5.1 DOR have certain differences from the normal 5.1 or the 4.3 parts. Obviously length or whatever else. But So for mine, I have to find, if I were to change out anything on the top, I have to change out blowback unit, hop-up unit, barrel. And I have to change out my uh, aluminum, uh, change out the slide to aluminum. Which I want to anyways. But See, my hobbies are easy because it's long boarding, which all I need to worry about is trucks, wheels, and bearings. So... Which I don't think you've ever done on your board. No, and, and it still rides perfectly fine. And I haven't done it on my board, but also my longboard came from a Cash Canada pawn shop for like 20 bucks. I bought mine brand new. I or, should explain. Or no, no, I, I think I spent 50 on it actually. I should explain. Guys do buy a high cap like I have and they just use it for years on end without upgrading anything and it's fine. Yeah. But there is it's cases a perfectly solid, reliable right. airsoft yeah. gun that'll that'll do the job for many many years and it won't exactly. cause you any problems. See, I would want one of, I would want one of those handguns what Matt has so for sexy. airsoft, and it again, it's not an actual gun; it is an airsoft handgun. Yeah, but and it's gas blowback. It's the the real like the realism does not quit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and also uh, semi-automatic airsoft rifles. Um, what you want to well, most airsoft rifles. What you want to do is get yourself an M14 variant, and with that, like you have your normal whatever you can do whatever you want with that. I was thinking but AR15 you, or like yeah, M16. An AR15, but that's like kind of the you know the most not generic. How do I say this? The most used model globally is the high kappa and like an M14 AR15 variant kind of deal because all the mags fit in proper M4. I'm thinking. And like they take them. Yeah, AKs are fucking weird. They're hard to clip in sometimes. Yeah, dude. The, the, man, I had a battery. Pa- I had a battery powered AK forty seven airsoft gun for a while. But you want to go full metal? I've looked into it myself. The only actual like proper airsoft rifle I would ever buy, that one is fifteen hundred dollars. I was a legit pellet gun. Those ones are decent, but I'm looking at one that's actually like a, you know, an airsoft gun. But with that, you can change out the internal motor. To a fucking, I lost the word, uh, Polar Star. I will show you guys some videos of Polar Stars firing. They're illegal at damn near every field. Yeah. And most guys, they have a certain trigger set up on their Polar Star where it's like a paintball gun where you just walk your fingers and each click and like it's hair trigger. You drop a hair on that trigger and it's firing off on your airsoft guns. Right. So guys are turning their airsoft guns into paintball guns. Which mill simmers hate that shit. Military simulation guys fucking hate that shit because it's so unrealistic in their minds, whatever. But right, I like airsoft for both both aspects. But speed QB guys, they'll fucking do that where they just walk their triggers and they'll be firing hundreds of rounds a second or a minute, I guess, just from their fingers tapping on semi-auto. And even the high cap is there's guys who have upgrades on there where they like hair trigger. And you guys have seen the speed shooting yeah. with mine. Yeah. That's nothing. I could put a hair trigger on. Yeah, there. no full the... auto in buildings. It's not full auto. It's not. No, <laughs> this is this a full is... auto. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just the a last line of beam. laser beam. That's a polar star. So if, like, you can obviously get a cheaper gun, but if I'm gonna get one, I don't want it to be a gas blowback. And for a rifle, my gas blowback pistol, fuck yeah, it feels cool. Gas blowback rifle, you waste way too much gas. It's way too expensive. You get an AEG, which is your uh, electric, right? And you drop a Polar Star in there, which a Polar Star alone is like $400 for their old models. But a Polar Star shoots so goddamn fast, and it's a, an electric fucking setup. But then what you can do is hook up your high-pressure air, and you have your fucking BB feed going to the same spot. So it's basically just, you won't run out. You have thousands of rounds in a whole fucking pressure, pressurized air tank, and you can just go. Because Polar Star has it for AEGs and for fucking high-pressure air. Probably gas blowback too, but... High pressure air is what I want to convert my high kappa over to. You kind of, it actually shoots like it's less pressure on your slide and all that. So my, right. my gun would fare better if I went to high pressure, but you have to spend like four hundred dollars on your tank and then your lines and whatever else plus filling it, and having a tank of pressurized air in my house, I'm fucking clumsy. That's kind of nerve nerve wracking to me. So, 
But I will have that upgraded, but then I'll have another high kappa just for gas blowback. See, I wouldn't want to... I actually wouldn't want to get into airsoft, I don't think, because for, for me, the most part of it is I just want to shoot shit in my backyard and have a little bit of fun. So that's kind of why I'd want... Like, I'd want the handgun just for, like, quick little, like, whatever the fuck. Yeah, and then the rifle for if I want to do, like, more, like, kind of challenge shooting, because I kind of associate rifles as being more accurate and... Like, yeah. having better range. Longer I know, I, I know with an airsoft gun, that's not likely the case, because it's like, oh yeah, every it's every it's everything's regulated with airsoft. You can't have anything higher than, I think, like 490 or like 495 feet per second mm -hmm. as an air, as an airsoft gun or anything else. Without because a firearms license. If you get hit by something that fast, though, you'll that understand why you don't hurts. want it on the field. I promise, Jamie, when I start, like, going out, doing actual, like, events, like, you know, having fun going to an airsoft field, I'll bring back the footage to you, and you're going to fucking cream your jeans and ask to go out the next time, I guarantee you, because it doesn't hurt that bad. It's kind of like paintball. You're just running around the field, hanging out, you know. You feel the impact, but it doesn't hurt. Yeah, exactly, and especially if you wear a hoodie. Like, Jesse unloaded six rounds into my back with my own airsoft gun. Eh. Eh. Didn't hurt. I had no marks. <laughs> and that was, like, high cap is all I got shot in the fly with a paintball. That didn't feel too good. I got shot with a frozen paintball right in my fingers because I had a foregrip on the gun when I was out with Oof. my uncle. I was a kid. I was like, fuck, grade six. We're out there. He has frozen paintballs. Like, he didn't mean to. We just spent the night out there camping, and we were all hanging out there the next day. And fuck, yeah, the paintballs are frozen. We're running around. I got hit in the finger, and it busted the skin over my knuckle so I could actually see how my knuckle moved. Ooh. Like, I could see the bones of my knuckle, yeah. So, paintball, frozen ball. If you freeze your paintballs, you're a piece of shit, and I hope you get shot with a real gun. Um, that shit's rough, <laughs> especially if you're shooting at a kid. And on that, guys, are at like an hour six, do you want to call it? That should be good. Yeah, watch out for your boy's new uh, YouTube Airsoft channel. <laughs> Watch out for maybe our new YouTube podcast channel. Go follow our Instagram, NIP uh, underscore podcast. Also, and, look uh, us up on Google. You just have to click that it's particular, not particular. There's stupid. Tell Google that you want to see results for particular as it's spelled. We are a legitimate business out of Lethbridge, Alberta now. So if anyone has a problem, fucking. Fuck you, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I lost it there. I had an idea. And follow I... our Instagram, like our Facebook page. Nothing yeah. in particular on Facebook. It's follow the Spotify bro. page. Follow the Anchor page, whatever you want. The We're looking into getting onto more platforms. I'm going to see what I can do. Maybe see if I can find a different host. And, we'll and the Instagram and lets them know when new episodes are out, too. So that's the reason Instagram, watch, I see. kind of keep forgetting to update about. Yeah, so follow the Facebook for the, <laughs> for the most up-to-date things. Honestly, for the quick, like, for actual people to find it in engagement, Facebook is a boomer pro, uh, boomer platform. I, I deleted uh, Facebook from my profile today, like, or from my phone. We have most of our fan base there, though. So that's why true. It's because the ad... Kind of ran on there, yeah. We probably haven't been on there, so that would be good. But yeah, sorry guys, I'm slurring my words. I keep trying to drink stuff to make my mouth wet so I don't sound like I'm fucking retarded, but that it doesn't work. <laughs> Not as well. Anyways, have a good night. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys.